Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. Troop strength in the United States military is falling below military readiness standards. We're going to be talking about this on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. Well, troop strength is very vital to military readiness. And now what we know is that a U.S. Army whistleblower has come forward with data showing that Joe Biden's shop mandate and his pressure on these service members, they're pushing military readiness below 70%. That is very concerning. Meanwhile, the Department of Defense is implementing policies to permit HIV-positive and so-called transgender service members undergoing dangerous surgeries to remain in the services while discriminating against members who refuse the COVID shots for religious or other reasons. This is a very serious issue, and we represent men and women from all the different branches of the military. We're pursuing litigation for class certification and class protection to protect all the men and women in all the branches of the military from Biden's shot mandate. But it's already had a deleterious effect because there are some people who just don't believe that they should be required to take these experimental COVID shots, especially during an EUA provision, an emergency use authorization. So they did not have a medical-based reason for objecting. And while some of them had religious-based reasons, and some of them didn't, even those that had religious-based reasons, some of them decided not to file a religious-based request for accommodation because they thought that it was unlawful to force an emergency use authorization product on the members of the military, and they're absolutely right. Those individuals that are in that category that had no medical or religious-based exemption, those, many of them, have been discharged from the various branches of the military. You know, Matt, they've, it's just horrific. They're making our military into a social experiment. I mean, you've got, uh, they're allowing HIV-positive members now on to serve. They're uh, paying for transition surgeries for those LGBT that want to go to a different gender and allowing them to participate. But yet, those God-fearing service members, those who we need in our service to defend our country against enemies, are being kicked out. Yeah, they are. And so if you're HIV positive, you can still serve and still be deployed, uh, or you can still serve. You're not going to be kicked out. If you're saying that you want to be, quote, going through transition, which you really can't transition, but in doing so, you want to take these hormones of the opposite sex, which is very dangerous and harmful, and they have lifelong, in many cases, irreversible consequences. And then you want to go to the next level and really be out of commission for the next two years through these very difficult, life-altering, risky, dangerous surgical procedures to remove healthy body parts and even reconstruct certain body parts into something that it's not, and therefore really not be able to be deployed for two years, you can still stay in the military. And the military has put out these policies about how they want to respect them. They've also put out these videos about how people should use pronouns of the person's choice. 
Unbelievable. Yet at the same time, they're telling these men and women that if you have a religious-based exemption request from the military COVID shot mandate, then you're going to be punished and you will be discharged. So you have two categories, those that did not submit any accommodation request, medical or religious. Many of those have been discharged or they're in the process of being discharged. You have the other category, those that have submitted religious-based objections. Some of those are being punished. Many of those are being punished now, although they still have, depending upon their term of service, an opportunity to defend themselves, perhaps. Others don't. They're going through the discharge process. They're going to be kicked out of the military. I think it's so obvious. I mean, these service members take an oath to uphold and protect us against enemies, foreign and domestic. But it seems really now the enemies are with, from within. Yeah, the enemies are. In fact, that's exactly what one of the military Their own officers <laughs> stated on one of our military calls, that they were prepared to defend against the enemy, they just didn't know that they were going to have the enemy from within their own United right, States these commanders. Yeah. That in fact they are is, the enemy. I don't think they use the word enemy, but the fact is that that they would have that kind of opposition from their military superiors and the Department of Defense, yeah. that they had to defend against them as opposed to defending against the adversaries. And these service members, they sacrifice. They don't make a lot of money. Some of them struggle to feed their families to defend our country. This is so wrong. Well, please pray for our case. Uh, you can find out more about it at lc.org forward slash military. For months, the Army has carried a claim that only a tiny fraction of service members remain unvaccinated. That's a lie. As recently as March 2022, the Army claimed that just 4% or approximately 8,000 soldiers had not been, quote, vaccinated. But according to internal U.S. Army documents shared by a whistleblower, more than 120,000 soldiers remain unvaccinated in the Army alone, in the Army alone. The leaked document goes on to state that Joe Biden's demand to get the shot or be kicked out of the service is seriously jeopardizing military readiness in the Army National Guard alone. The Army report states, quote, protected or projected losses could drive the Army National Guard below 70% available strength, close quote. I mean, you see all these sudden adult death syndrome going on. I mean, you want to cause this in our military where these service members are, they die or they're disabled because of the shot? Is that really what we want in our military? That's what you're seeing happening. And in fact, uh, we're seeing that in the United States Air Force, where there's lots of Air Force pilots that are unable to fly now because they have adverse reactions due to the shots. Yeah. And that in addition to, of course, they're all associated with aborted fetal cells. They don't want any part of that. But you're really putting your our service members at risk when you're forcing this. I know, for example, a U.S. Navy member that is, I won't mention the branch uh, of the SEAL team. He's a United States SEAL, but I won't mention the particular unit. But I know his family, who are believers, and he succumbed to the shot. Uh, but now he's gotten COVID twice. So he's done the shot, done the booster. He was afraid in his position in the SEALs uh, as a leader, that he would lose his opportunity. Well, and he would have, likely. Uh, but rather than stand up for his convictions, he succumbed to the pressure. 
I pray that mm. it doesn't have any other adverse effects on him or his family. But one of the things I do know is that it hasn't protected him a single bit from getting COVID after getting the shot and the booster, or at least the, the two COVID shots. I don't know if he got the booster for sure. But it hasn't protected him from getting COVID twice. And he and all these service members are in excellent shape, excellent health. Yeah, they are. COVID's not going to be a big deal. Well, and what <laughs> has happened, what we now see, and this is what happened from the very beginning, we saw, and we actually have a PowerPoint from the FDA in October of 2020. This was before the first emergency use authorization, but it was during the very short truncated clinical trials. And the FDA listed on a PowerPoint, and they displayed it very quickly. We were able to get it. It was up there for like half of a second. And then they took it down uh, when they were doing the PowerPoint presentation. And it shows all the different possible problems with this shot as they were in the clinical trials. And one of them was that it would, it would make people less resistant to other variants and make the variants more deadly and more contagious compromises the immune system. And what we've seen is that, in fact, that's what it's done, is it, it has hurt the natural innate immune system so that people who are getting the shots are getting COVID, and they're more susceptible not only to COVID, but to other things such as cancers and other kinds of diseases. Right. People that are in cancer remission have been told by their doctors, you need to get the shot because you're vulnerable, and that they've been in remission for a number of years, and it brings the cancer right back and not only back, but it advances very rapidly because it has destroyed your natural innate immune system. As well as these heart issues because of the clots in the heart. And that's what's that. happening to members of the military. You're having myocarditis, pericarditis, you're having blood clots. And so many members of the United States Air Force pilots, for example, otherwise the most otherwise healthy people, uh, very vigorously fit those are being disabled from these shots and can't fly. But this is what's happening is that military readiness is plummeting. People are not going in the military because of the low morale. People are being removed from these critical positions. People are being injured from these COVID shots. And Biden keeps moving forward. Please pray for our case uh, involving the United States military, all branches. To learn more, go to lc.org forward slash military. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org. Call us at 407-875-1776, lc.org.